Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. And so we are here with the head coach of the women's and men's cross-country team, Jackie Kirby. Um, I'm going to address you as Jackie today. It's kind of weird for me. Um, you're my coach. I've never, ever addressed you as Jackie. How does that feel? Very weird. <laughs> very weird. Very, very weird. weird. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll just get uh, started. So, Jackie, you um, were the assistant for nine years under Matt Van Leer. Ob obviously, we're, we're just going to take it back a little bit because there's a context to the stories that we're going to be talking about today and the kind of information. So you were the assistant under Matt Van Leer for nine years. You then took the reins as the head coach. You had a very successful 2019, and then bam, COVID happened the next <laughs> year. Obviously, we all hated that. So what was it like uh, for you taking the reins and taking the head coaching role, and how was it like dealing with that kind of COVID year? How much did it affect the team? Taking the reins in 2019 was great. Uh, I in inherited a great team um, of athletes that you know Matt and I cultivated over the last basically decade that we were at Mount Olive together and then um, we had a great showing at the national championship and into indoor track we were doing really well and then of course you know at the end of indoor season coming into the outdoor season COVID hit and so that was really tough for everybody uh, especially the seniors that year um, especially those seniors who didn't have the opportunity to use another season they were done you know that was not the plan and so it was tough we was definitely cut short felt like we were robbed of a proper even goodbye you know to, to collegiate racing for those seniors so it was it was pretty tough um, and then coming into the fall also not having a season was uh, another hard reality to to <laughs> adjust to but but we you know did the best we could and you know made the best of a really unfortunate situation yeah uh, so it was a couple of interesting points you made there so you you were talking about obviously seniors who kind of were robbed of of that year but at the same time um it also made things a little bit difficult for the team i mean like obviously that team as strong as it was it was d dominated majority by kind of seniors so upperclassmen so mm -hmm. obviously losing all those kind of you know runners especially the ones that are kind of seasoned and ex experienced talents um so how was it like having to kind of start that kind of process of uh, more or less a rebuild yes uh so just like any um, rebuild year, you know, you're going to lose some talent and then you have to replace that talent. I mean, it's every team, you know, goes through that at some point in time. And it just so happened that it <laughs> coincided with COVID and we lose everybody and then we try to bring everybody, you know, a talent class back in. And uh, it was it was a challenge for sure, especially because we couldn't compete in tra track season. So we didn't have those results to like pull from, you know, we kind of were selling the past year's results and yes that works you know to an extent but it was just really tough recruiting um you know financially for everybody like institutions and recruits like it was just a it was a tough a tough year but we did i think you know a solid uh a solid class we did bring in a solid class uh for 2020 and we you know did the best we could with COVID <laughs> because yeah. it was really, it was really tough. You know, some schools got to compete, some didn't. It was tough watching those results, mm -hmm. um, but trying to keep the team motivated was uh, yeah. my biggest goal. So we did time trials and all that kind of stuff, but 
yeah, it was it was a tough. It was definitely a tough year. Yeah, I mean, I can s- I can speak from experience on the team. Obviously, it was it was a very bizarre and odd situation as it was for every program here. You know, not competing and and it was weird, like coming back and doing a cross country race. And I mean, we done a cross country race in January, which is just very odd. And it w- we weren't. It was c- we were all kind of in limbo because we were basically coming back for track, but we mm-hmm. still had to get rid of a cross country race. Yeah. So it was very weird for everyone, especially considering most of the team were pretty young. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and you know, having, it, it was nice, of course it's nice to say that we had a cross country championship, um, but, and it just wasn't an ideal situation at all whatsoever, right? So like the first race that I'm asking this majority of freshman athletes to do, first race was a championship race that was a big shock for everybody <laughs> you know coming from <laughs> not doing anything in the fall and you know just time trialing literally just competing against each other uh to stepping onto a, a starting line <laughs> where the championship was on the line was yeah. was a was a big adjustment for well everybody. i think it, i think it was weird for us because uh, y- you'll be able to echo this as well as for some other people time trials can serve as a kind of good placeholder but at the end of the day nothing really beats a real race right and race experience, and obviously these um, at high schoolers that had just started college, mm-hmm. um, basically were being asked to not race for a massive amount of time, mm-hmm. and then jump right into their first championship race. It was obviously very difficult for the team, but um, it's interesting to see here just kind of piggyback off of the the whole how COVID kind of affected things. You know, obviously last year's result wasn't it wasn't. Um, uh, wha- I don't want to say you know that w- there was anything bad about it, but it, w- it kind of it kind of was one of those ones that you just want to move on from. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, we kind of wanted to get through it, uh, get our feet wet, and then move on because obviously we had two other championships in the same semester, basically, that we had to look forward to. Uh, so whether the result was you know, poor or pleasant at that cross-country championship, um, we needed to k- shift our focus very quickly because literally the next – weekend we were racing indoors <laughs> so yeah. it was it was a big it was a big adjustment yeah um, no I went from running 5k through mud to mm-hmm. um, a, a mile indoors in Virginia the next the next week it was very bizarre <laughs> yeah. uh, very bizarre indeed yes. um, yeah. but yeah just to um, kind of talk a little bit about you know kind of uh, we kind of mentioned it a young team um, obviously going coming into this year it's still a v- relatively young team you know majority made up of kind of sophomores but now we've got the freshman recruiting class in so mm-hmm. What is the ki- what was the kind of for you? Um, what was the goal of the kind of re- this recruiting class? What what are you trying to build right now? You d- are you just trying to build up again and g- get more experienced kind of people in? Yes, yeah, and you know I was able to bring in uh, a grad student transfer, you know, from the, the University of Charleston in West Virginia, and uh, I feel like his experience will add, you know, to the experience that we have returning. Granted. Probably 95% of the team has not run a <laughs> collegiate 8K <laughs> cross-country race uh, yet. And so technically, there's going to be a huge learning curve there for everybody. And of course, you know, even the returners who have run 8K have not run an 8K in a long time. So it's yes, <laughs> I have not run one in a while. <laughs> so it's going to be a it's going to be an adjustment. And you know, go we have a meet this weekend. You know, going into that, we I have some specific goals that I would like everybody to work on. But you know, it's it's going to be a, a process for sure. However, it's no different than any year, you know, when you bring in a big freshman class, you know, especially men um, not r- going from 5K, running an 8K, it's always going to be a big adjustment. The women don't necessarily have as big of an adjustment. They go from 5K to 6K. 
uh, well, generally speaking, um, women run 5K in, in high school. Sometimes, you know, you get two mile, three mile, but it's just not as big of a jump uh, to the collegiate 6K distance. Um, so it's, they have a, a little bit of an advantage there because yeah. it's not much of a change. Yes. <laughs> but good, good for them. Good yes, for them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Their biggest adjustment will just be the level of competition. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, you know, something they'll have to get used to. So, sure. yeah, um, so looking obviously at the season, there's kind of a, a double-barreled question here. So obviously, as opposed to last year, you didn't have like a real cross-country calendar. So mm-hmm. you have one coming in. It's a more, n- more normal-looking year. I don't want to mm-hmm. say it's normal by any stretch of the imagination, but mm-hmm. you have a more normal year ahead of you and um, you have a full calendar um of races so what uh, how are you feeling about that and also at the same time what are the kind of realistic expectations for the season i'm excited i'm ready to <laughs> race cross country finally you know after such a long hiatus um it's i love cross country obviously and it's uh it's a whole different beast than track and field and i really appreciate you know the team aspect of cross country um, and I believe it's a great experience, especially, you know, if we make uh, a national championship appearance, that national championship atmosphere is, I've never experienced anything like that. Oh, it's absolutely else. electric. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Compared definitely. to other sports, it's so, so different. And um, it's really something that I hope this team gets to experience, if not this year, but in their career while they're here uh, at Mount Olive. Um, expectations, though, realistically, um, obviously, n- First and foremost, I want everyone to stay healthy. That's our biggest, <laughs> our biggest goal, uh, being that we're distance runners and we train. Sort of, I guess, on the edge, <laughs> you know, with with how what we put our bodies through and you know what we do on a daily basis. It takes it's a lot of wear and tear, and so keeping the team healthy is my my biggest goal. Um, but of course, you know, I want to try to win a championship, conference championship. I want to try to make you know another national peri- appearance in some way, shape, or form. Uh, whether it's individually or as a team. Um, I think that would set us up great moving forward in the future. Yeah, so just speaking uh, kind of uh, uh, slightly, obviously we have the cross-country uh, conference championships here in Mount Olive. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, realistically, um, it's going to be a little bit more tougher and affair. There's the, the conference has strengthened and so has the region mm-hmm. as well, obviously mm-hmm. when you're talking about regionals, but mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that, like the, the strengthening of this conference? Well, with the addition of UNCP, that's a huge, um, a huge uh, strength booster, I guess, <laughs> of the conference for sure. They they bring in a great squad, distance squad, um, to to the conference. On the women's side, you know, they've got a really strong team, and they've got uh, s- some really great returners as well. Um, I rank the region, so I get to see on paper what their newcomers are as well and so they've got a great you know great squad coming in um i assume they're gonna contend for that conference title uh, but i think there's probably three or four teams that are definitely gonna be in the running for that title um the conference just continues to get stronger each year and that's that's a good thing you know that's i'd rather have that strength in the conference to help everybody get better yeah c- because it's, it's a bit when in years come past it's mm-hmm. um, it's really a lot of the time not being as strong depth wise the mm-hmm. depth is a lot more this uh, you know this year compared to other years mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that obviously will be a factor coming into this year mm-hmm. um so just uh, to go on to um just uh, a little bit about you a little bit about the team so what in terms of like chemistry and bonding like the kind of team mentality your kind of philosophy what, what what do you how do you kind of operate there well the chemistry and the bonding in a way takes care of itself only because like I, I I don't know if I can compare it to other sports, granted, because I don't coach other sports. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, 
in running in distance running you're sweating bleeding crying you know <laughs> together basically. you're laughing you're, at me because i know right, i know right. <laughs> you're you're suffering through you know immense amounts of pain together and that in itself creates a bond that is not easily broken um and i always you know tell the team you, you uh, teammates are like brothers and sisters it's a family you can't choose them you know and it's you can maybe not be best of friends with somebody on the team, but you definitely respect them as teammates. And that's, you know, the the message I try to get across. And I feel like that's accepted, you know, team-wide. And, you know, we do things with the girls, too. We, like, have some bonding things that the guys don't necessarily <laughs> necessarily want to do. Yeah, we were never invitees. No, <laughs> no. But but we do some gag gifts just to keep things light. You yeah. know, it's you definitely have to coach women differently than you coach men. And um, that's, you know, something that – I've learned over my 12 years of coaching, mm-hmm. you know, it's a different type of uh, atmosphere for sure for both men and women. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I haven't actually, uh, this is actually quite an important point. I think uh, any listeners of the podcast who, who are looking at collegiate running are also people that might not necessarily do running themselves. Um, there's, there is this kind of misconception around cross country. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that it is just individuals just running miles and miles and miles. I don't mm-hmm. think they realize, you know, I mean, I didn't, I'm obviously an international. I came here (laughs) where I'm from. It's very individual based Mm -hmm. generally. Um, So the whole team aspect is a lot bigger than people actually realize. Could you actually go uh, or at least try and explain um, in as few words as you can how (laughs) how it is a team sport? Uh, Well, see, I don't think it's a misconception necessarily that it's an individual sport. I think cross country is a hybrid. It's a hybrid sport for sure Um, because you do have a big individual aspect of the sport because you can win as an individual, you can qualify for a regional or national championship as an individual, you know, you can do all those things as an individual, but you can also do it as a team. So in cross country, your top five score, and basically <laughs> you want to have the lowest score possible and that's how you win. And as a team, you want to have guys or girls crossing that line as close together as possible. And so that's where also that that bond kind of comes in as well. You're training together every day. You're doing all these workouts together, all this hard stuff basically every day. And what you do in practice, you can mimic in a race. And so keeping the team together and making sure you're holding each other accountable Mm -hmm. is a big, big part of the team aspect of cross country because – you want to get everyone across that line before anybody else does. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a kind of a, a feeling, you know, winning as an individual is it's it's a phenomenal feeling. Mm-hmm. But when you, like you said, you're running together every day, you're bleeding, sweating mm-hmm. every single day with these people by your side, twenty four seven almost. Mm-hmm. The feeling of winning as a team is unparalleled. Right, it's unparalleled. Mm-hmm. Individual is amazing, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's it's an unparalleled feeling to do it as a team because it feels like all those miles were worth it yes yeah absolutely yeah and and that's like a message i try to get across as well you know like you you do you don't do all this work for nothing you're literally suffering every day (laughs) you don't you don't do it for nothing and you want to bring that out in the race you want to celebrate you know all of your hard work in that race and kind of frame it in that in that way (laughs) yes so um just the last point Mm mm-hmm um, obviously, uh, one of the few teams that actually hasn't kicked off their season just yet, but you are about to. You did bring it up uh, earlier in the podcast, but race day this weekend, mm-hmm. how pumped are you for that? 
I'm just, like I said, I'm just excited <laughs> to get everybody out there, you know, and racing cross country again. That's, I'm just excited to see everybody on the course. Granted, we do have a, a certain race plan that we're going to follow. Um, it's not going to be like a true, true race for everybody just because it is early in the season and we do have a long season and we want to make sure, again, everyone stays healthy and, you know, mind, body is every, you know, everything. I mean, it's got to be good to go. I don't care. I, um, this probably sounds bad, but I don't care if they <laughs> race fast this weekend. I want them to race fast at the end of the season. I want them to be, you know, at their best when it matters. Yeah, of course. Not to say that this meet doesn't matter. But yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, a long season ahead, like you said, a lot of races and a lot of miles still to go. Right. But listen, thank you very much, uh, Coach uh, Jackie Kirby. It's mm -hmm. been a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> I know it's really weird calling you Kirby. <laughs> but uh, thanks very much for joining us. It's mm -hmm. been a pleasure talking to you, and I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Thank you so much. This has been The Lowdown from Pickletown. We'd just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olive's music department, Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.